Hope's Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. The Heart and Mind of Jesus, Part 2 of Sight for the Blind. In Part 1, the key verse was Luke 4.18 Delta. Jesus said he came to recover sight to the blind. And we looked at some of the captive behaviors, worry, anxiety, lust, bitterness, etc., and how we have to be able to see to recover our sight, insights into God's Word to become free. The devotion focus is based in John 8, 32, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And we see that the truth equals freedom, but only when acted upon. Last week's episode ended as I related how the pain of anxiety led me to pursue discovery for freedom. Part 2 The pain of those headaches was so bad at times tears ran down my face as I fell into bed fully clothed at the end of a workday. And my wife at the time, before she kicked me to the curb, told me on one such occasion that I needed help, that I needed to talk to someone. And the pain was so bad by this point, I relented and made an appointment. The long-term result was the counselor helped me immensely, and he did so by teaching me about the mind. He had me read books to help me to understand that the violence that happened to me in childhood led to this level of anxiety I lived in daily. Now, here's where the crucial point is made, and this is where I need you to pay close attention if this is something you're facing in your life. The knowledge I gained was necessary before I could change, but Knowledge alone does little to bring improvement to our lives, even though it is the portal through which we must pass. It is when we act on the information that change and freedom begins to occur. And this is why I put actions to consider at the end of every episode. Now, don't get me wrong. There were times I discovered some principle or root of the mental issue I was facing, and that discovery was wonderful. One such discovery happened during a shift at work. I was a police officer out on patrol, and as I drove around, I was listening to Dr. James Dobson interview Dr. Jim Conway, a psychologist. If I remember correctly, he may have been a psychiatrist, but hey, that was nearly 30 years ago. Anyway, Dr. Conway told how he obtained four different degrees in psychology, trying to discover what was wrong with him, and he eventually discovered Through counseling, his issues were rooted in childhood. When he described his experiences as a child, he described nearly exactly my own experiences, those of violence and fear and dread. And even the way his father punished him was the same, though the instrument was different. His father used a stick he left out on the kitchen counter, telling Jim he had one coming, meaning a beating. My stepfather used a belt left out on the kitchen counter, and he told me the same. For days as a child, I would see that belt and be filled with fear and dread. But the point is, for the first time, I understood what was wrong with me. I wasn't crazy. That was a good thing. But I did carry emotional and mental scars from the violence. The experience, though, of that realization, of seeing the root causes, like having it was like having a veil pulled away and the effect was immediately. I suddenly started crying, uh, sobbing actually, and I had to pull over on the shoulder. I tried to stop sobbing with everything I had, but I couldn't. 
The relief was too great to understand for the first time. At the, uh, the problem for me at that point was I was on duty. And what if I got a call? And at that point, I was so upset, I couldn't even talk. And yet we were required to always answer the radio when our call sign went out. But fortunately, no such call came. And I eventually regained control, but I never forgot seeing like that, understanding like that for the first time. And then I discovered when the wonder of seeing the truth began to fade after a few days, that knowledge alone only gets us so far. I learned that I had to implement what I learned. And this is where the battle lines are drawn. This is when counseling came into play. Counseling took me through a tough process to change. Because long-term habits don't die or change quickly just because we become aware of a liberating truth. Human nature, for the most part, resists change, any change. So how can we begin to change and keep at it, the process, even when we want to give up on the idea we can ever improve? It is by seeing the benefit, seeing the end result, and pressing forward toward that goal Press forward in the belief, the understanding that what we're doing will result in becoming free. And, and again, this is where having a professional counselor helped me so much. He kept me on track by monitoring my progress and encouraging me to keep at it when it all felt hopeless at times. Now listen, as my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, you too can become free when you see first the need to change and then discover to see how to change. And then you begin making those changes. In summary, Jesus came, he said, to restore sight to the blind. And he must help us to see and understand we need help to change. Prayer becomes vital during this process of breaking free of destructive habits. The Holy Spirit's ministry is to sanctify us and set us apart for God. And so seeking God's help in the name of his son and by the power of his spirit is the place to start. Seeing how much our heavenly father loves us will help us when the process of freedom becomes exhausting and we want to quit. So the action to consider from this episode is to create a strong commitment to learn how to see what you need to become free, to have that peace. You'll need God's help for this. And reading the following verses will give strength and power to your resolve, your commitment to change. First, read John 15, 4, 5, and 9. John 15, 4, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. And to abide in these verses means to remain, to stay. The implication is to stay in close contact with Jesus. And then in John 15, 9, As the Father loved me, Jesus says, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. Well, next week's episode is to set at liberty those who are bruised or crushed. And this is where addictions dwell. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.